Hey, welcome back to another edition of the Five Tool Podcast. I'm Dustin McComas, joined once again, as always, by Drew Bishop. This is episode 98, and this is our Texas high school player draft. Uh, surely to be entertaining, um, overly competitive, um, and we've added some some fun elements to, to the draft this year. It's our second edition of this. Uh, we started it last year, had a lot of fun with it, got a lot of players involved and things like that, sharing it on social media and, and voting and, and stuff. So um, we've added a couple of wrinkles that we'll get to here in a second, but also, too, wanted to make sure that we pointed out uh, some big news on the Five Tool side, uh, not just the new website, which if you're a coach or player listening, um, go check it out, especially if you're a player, go claim your profile and check out all the features that come within that premium um, premium option of the profile. I mean, we'll load all of your summer videos on there for you. And then any player that has a premium profile, when he sends it to a college coach, um, regardless if that college coach is subscribed or not, they're going to have access to view your entire profile. So we're talking about height, weight, GPA, ACT, SAT, um, contact information, videos, who you play for in the summer, all that sort of stuff is going to be accessible to them with just a click of a button there on your five tool profile page. And if you get mentioned in the podcast, that pops up. If we write about you, that pops up. If somebody posts about you on the website, that pops up onto your profile as well. So if your player, go claim that profile, check out all the great stuff we're doing at fivetool.org. And especially if you're a coach, um, we think it alone is worth the price of a scout package because of the contact information. I mean, it's right there at your fingertips. You don't have to try to track these guys down bugging coaches and people and everything else trying to find a phone number or an email address for these guys it's right there at your fingertips but uh and also too we, we just announced on the website and also on twitter uh the first ever five tool high school festival um is going to be going down march 2nd through 4th in the dfw area drew i know this is something that you've been hard at work on um ryan brewer behind the scenes a five tool team behind the scenes um, you know, Jeff Kahn did an awesome job with our images and stuff like that. We've got a full preview up on the website. Uh, we're really, really excited about it. In addition to a bunch of big time programs from Texas, um, we've also got some teams, some really good teams coming in from Oklahoma, Arkansas, Mississippi, and California. So before we get into the draft and all of our, our wrinkles that we added to it, Drew, uh, just, just discuss a little bit kind of the genesis of this idea and, and, and what it's going to be like in, in early March. Yeah, we, we're really excited about it. Um, you know, master mastermind uh, or brainchild of Ryan Brewer uh, with the tournament. Um, you know, something that was important to us is we we were very intentional to um, to put it on a weekend where the D1 coaches can be out. So it's that first weekend that the D1s mm -hmm. can be out uh, recruiting. Um you know, we got a good core of DFW schools, some other in-state schools from out of town uh, that we know have really good programs um, and really good players on them that we that we're aware of. And then the out-of-state programs, you know, we, you know, win after some of the best. I mean, Arkansas, uh, Conway from Arkansas is the, uh, you know, reigning 6-8 champions. Uh, Magnolia Heights, I believe, has won three years in a row. Modern Day is Modern Day. I was looking at Modern Day's roster and without talking to the coach, my, and, but looking at their roster, my guess is that they're going to start a Vanderbilt, a UCLA and a USC guy in back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back three games. So um, 
really exciting. Uh, that's kind of what we were hoping for. Uh, we hope to make this something that grows and becomes a, a thing, you know, let's call it, you know, similar to like the Boris classic, um, you know, just something that's, that's cool. That's unique. That gets people excited for high school baseball. Uh, it'll be an, be an event that, um, you know, like you said, we're always going to try to put it in that recruiting window so coaches mm -hmm. can get out and see it. Uh, we've had overwhelmingly positive response so far. Um, quite a few schools have already reached out about getting into next year's event. Um, so that that's definitely exciting and was kind of what we were, were hoping would happen. And uh, we're really looking forward to providing good content for just not only the fans, but the kids, the coaches, the programs, and just highlight you know, baseball in Texas and in this country, you know, just because it's such an important part of um, high school students development, you know, mm -hmm. both on and off the field, you know, you get the towns and the crowds rallied around these kids. I know, um, you know, some of my best memories playing baseball uh, are from high school baseball. Mm -hmm. And um, we hope we're able to create something like that for, for these kids and make it a special event that, uh, that everyone can enjoy. Um, so if anyone can start saying prayers for the weather that weekend, we'll appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, it should be, you know, it should be something that just about anybody can find something they like, you know, it's the hometown teams are good, uh, using the host sites of Rockwall, Heath, Marcus, Southlake, Prosper and Rock Hill. Um, and then, you know, which are all great ballparks. That was a big part of this for us. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, was, those are some really cool fields I love the Rock Hill field. Um, it's it's a cool setup. Uh, you know, I grew up playing in the in the Rockwall field. Heath's got a nice complex. Marcus is the only grass field, but I know Coach Sherman hops on that mower and keeps that thing in in mm. shape. And then, like I said, Prosper po Prosper's got the monster in left field. And then South Lake is like, I mean, if you if you didn't know, you would think it might be a college venue with the way that it's set up with right there with the softball stadium concession stands. It's, you know, it's probably about what you would expect for South Lake and the way they do things across the board when it comes to athletics. So we're excited. Um, a lot of good players, a lot of good teams, and we're just ready for some baseball. Yeah, I guess I should have mentioned the teams participating. So from Texas, you've got Rockwall and Rockwall Heath. Of course, you can't have one without the other. Uh, Prosper, Rock Hill, um, Flamont Marcus, South Lake Carroll, uh, friendship, America's uh, friendship from the Lubbock area, America's from El Paso. Uh, and then from Oklahoma, you've got Bixby, Deer Creek, um, Mississippi, you've got Magnolia Heights, uh, Conway from Arkansas, Edmund Santa Fe from Oklahoma, and then again, Matter Day. So uh, I, I I think it's it was very, very smart to put this the weekend that, that we did from the recruiting standpoint, like you said, because if you're looking at these rosters, I think that there's something for everybody there's uncommitted seniors. Um, there's up and coming juniors. Um, there's a lot of freshmen and sophomores, which, you know, with the freshmen, you never quite know who's going to make varsity yet. But there's a there's several teams that have some really talented freshmen that could figure into the mix immediately. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's going to have something for the Juco coaches, the major, major power five D1s, the mid major D1s, D2, D3. There's going to be something for all college coaches because there's going to be a lot of uncommitted talent. Uh, from the freshman ranks all the way up through the senior ranks as well. So um, really competitive. It's people be gearing up for district player. And I know in some cases in Texas, the district schedule is a little weird this year. So you might already be in district play, but um, everybody's going to be gearing up for those runs. Guys are going to have kind of the roles starting to be figured out. So 
to really, really be some competitive baseball. And again, you can go to fivetool.org and check that out. And, and as it approaches, I'm sure we'll we'll have a more detailed discussion about it, kind of talking through some players um, and some stuff like that. But uh, all right, let's get to it. The second annual Five Tool High School Player Draft. These are all going to be players from Texas. Uh, next week, our plan is to do a national draft. So we're, we'll go through on the national side um, and, and do a draft there as well. But we're gonna we're gonna do uh, Texas today, and then a national draft next week. Um, and then the way we're setting it up this year is we each get two keepers from our drafts last year. Um, you can probably find those on Twitter. It's really easy to just search hashtag Team Drew or hashtag Team Dustin, and the image usually pops right up um, that we usually put out on Twitter last year. So we each get two keepers, and then we also get one steal player. So we get to steal a player from um, from our opponent's uh, roster last season. <clears throat> so, you know, obviously the 2022 guys have moved on. But those really talented 2023 players that made our draft rosters last year, we can go through and uh, and steal those guys. So um, I guess I'll lead us off with the keeper. Our first two keepers are, are um, you know, our first selection for you and I are probably pretty straightforward and pretty easy. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to keep Round Rock right-handed pitcher uh, Travis Sakura. Uh, he was my first round pick last year. Flamethrower. Mega, mega talent, number two in the 5 to 55 for Texas in the 2023 class. Top MLB draft prospect, had a good area code. Uh, that's a no-brainer selection for me, Travis Sakura. Okay, well, I'm going to stay with my no-brainer from last year. The 1-1 one, one, um, will remain a first pick for me this year, and I'm going to keep Sinton's Blake Mitchell. Blake Mitchell, really going out on a limb there with, with Mr. <laughs> Mitchell. Um yeah, it's uh it's it is pretty not that we're surprised, but like these guys both had staying power. Like their status has not changed at all. You know, there's there's been no dip in anything, there's been no decline in prospect status or production or anything like that. Um, which is pretty cool. I mean, it's not always easy to uh to be that famous and that talented um uh, and then and then come through with it. So uh my second keeper pick, I, I had a really tough time with this one. I was choosing between two guys. Um, and, um, I'm, I'm probably not going to make, uh, not going to make some friends in your old neck of the woods with this pick. Um, cause I was, I was choosing between Braden Randall and Niamaro Ochoa, and I'm going to go with Ochoa, um, because I'm going to, I, the utility ability of him on the mound and with the bat was, was a tiebreaker for me. So Niamaro Ochoa, uh, from Galena Park, uh, signed with the university of Houston, um, area code guy had a really strong summer. I, I really like him with the bat, but he's been up to 95 miles an hour on the mound as well. Uh, just a really, really talented guy. I'm really excited to see where he, his career goes. So Nehemiah Ochoa is going to be, is going to be my second keeper. I, uh, if you, if you can't see my face, if you're not looking, uh, you're making you're making me happy. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna. By the way, I'm you, giving you. I'm giving you an easy steal opportunity. I is know. what I'm doing. Well, I you, need to make you know, sure that you're still allowed have, at Rockwall and that everybody's gonna be okay with you showing okay, up. Okay, so because last year you kind of abandoned all your guys, Jared Thomas, ha. Braden Randall. I mean, you're leaving all your guys. I had on the Mac curb. Rose. I had Mac Rose. Uh, well, if you could, if you could see my notes, I had under my steal category. Uh, spoiler alert: I'm going to steal Braden. Uh, and all is right in the world now and things can move forward. Um, but 
Yeah, he Braden even texted me last night asking about the draft, and he was like, "Are you going to take me this year?" And, uh, <laughs> see, so, see, yeah, I'm just, I'm just helping you out. I'm that everybody's going to be happy. Uh, yeah. So that is wow. Okay, I'm a little thrown off now. You may have my whole strat. I thought you might keep him. I knew it was going to be between him and. and Neymar, because that was who I was going to steal if you didn't keep, if you had taken Braden. But my second keeper, um, I am going to go with Jaquay. So I'm going to stay in Sinton. Oh, um, that that hurts. So, you know, how yeah. Much I so like I'm going to go. I get a middle of the middle of the order bat and yeah. a, a pitcher that doesn't give up runs. Um, so if you combine, let's see, if you wanted to combine Mitchell and Jaquay's offensive and defensive numbers i feel pretty good about my start you uh you've really uh you've really hammered sent in there that's uh that's that's smart tactics but um let me get my uh browsers are going kind of slow here um so we're on to the steel section and that uh while you gave while i gave you a layup for that uh you kind of made my decision a little bit more difficult there but um, I'm going to steal, I'm going to steal Kendall George, Ooh. um, outfielder from Atascacita, um, 80 runner, great athlete, had another really, really strong summer. Um, number nine on the five till 55 for 2023, uh, top of the lineup bat can fly in the outfield as well. Just a guy that's been doing, you know, high level things for a long, long time. Um, so Kendall George will be, uh, will be my steel selection. Okay. Good one. Um, yeah, I was curious where you would go with that. I had, I had him and one other guy that I thought you might have your eye on, uh, outside of mine. I know you like to so I imagine that you were probably looking for that before, beforehand, but, um, okay. So I got the first pick last year after winning the toss, um, uh, for for official records, I am officially stealing Braden, so I will have Braden on my roster this year. Um, okay, so uh, like I said, you're going to kick us off with that with that first pick, and then we'll just go back and forth all the way through this. Yeah, my uh, first. Hey, do you want to? Hey, do you want to give a little bit of a preview about what we're doing at the? Um, aside from picking the rosters, we're also we also have spots for. We both will take a player from the just missed list on the position player side, uh, a just missed list pitcher for both of us, mm-hmm. and then a 2025 position player and pitcher for both of us as well. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, we'll we'll go through, and we were kind of looking back, and it was it was fun to look back at the uh, the just missed guys that we took last year, um, and then obviously kind of looking ahead to the to the juniors. Uh, but yeah, we're going to incorporate some 2025 guys this year, a uh, position player each and a pitcher each from that 2025 class, which um, honestly, probably very easy to make those picks. I feel like we got we've got a good knowledge of of uh, of those those standout players and the just missed guys, uh, one position player and then one position uh, from that group as well. And uh, uh, I definitely feel way, way more prepared from that since this year than last year where we were kind of you know, just, just still kind of getting our feet wet and doing all this and things like that. So um, that'll be fun. To, it'd be tough to pick just one guy from that just miss list, but it'll be fun to go through and pick those guys. So yeah, we're going to go through alternating picks, kind of like a traditional snake draft type thing. Um, and then we'll get to the end there and hit the just miss list and then wrap it up with those, with those 2025 players. So um, 
Yeah, so I'm going to lead us off and uh, struggling with two guys. But I'm going to go – I'm going to start in the 2024 class, and I'm going to select right-handed pitcher and infielder from St. Pius. Uh, I'm going to select Kaysen Evans, uh, currently number one in the 2024 5-12-55. I saw him up close twice last year in the spring – uh, recently committed to LSU, uh, just a, a polished pitch ability stuff, athlete, really, really fun player to watch. Uh, super excited to see what he's got in store for this year on the mound at St. Pius. Okay. Um, yeah, I had a feeling you were going to do that too. You're pretty, <laughs> you're pretty predictable. Um, I'm going to stay on the mound and I'm going to go with big time riser. Um, and a guy who's got a chance to work himself into a high draft pick. I'm going to go to Pottsboro and take Arkansas signee Barrett Kent as my, as my, I guess this is the eighth pick overall or the, you know, second pick. Yeah. Let's call it the second pick. So I'm going to go Barrett Kent there. Good selection. Um, guy that, that kept climbing in the summer. Um, I thought his area code outing was the best I've ever seen him. Um, and just a guy that likes to compete. I'll never forget. He just got off a plane and showed up at the Mattingly and got up there with Doolins and thrown right into the fire there. So um, really, really like that pick as well. Um, I'm up again. I'm going to stick in the 2024 class. I'm going to go to the catcher position and I'm going to take Kate Aaron day from Tom ball. Uh, another LSU guy, man, LSU is, is really making a presence felt in the state of Texas. Um, the power is is real, but uh, he took a big jump this summer. Um, him seeing him in area code, the way he swung the bat, obviously the big highlight was hitting a bomb that knocked a branch off a tree out there in left field. But he hit too. There wasn't a lot of swing and miss. Um, there's the ability to get to the bat to the baseball, and he's got a really strong arm behind the plate. You know, pop times are probably going to be in the one nine range. Um, moves well back there. Physical guy already. So. Uh, really love his upside. Um, currently number two on the five to fifty-five for that class. Um, so, so my uh, what my when Evans is on the mound, he could be pitching to uh, his his college teammate. Although both those guys are going to be heavily heavily scouted guys as well. I was I wasn't sure how early you were going to take him uh, with me already having Mitchell as a catcher. See, so I, I knew thought, that, I about, but I didn't want to play around. About, I didn't yeah. want to play around and leave him hanging out there. I, I almost, I, I was going to take him pretty early just to keep him away from you because right. I got to have someone to catch when Blake is pitching. So, um, but yeah, so really good pick there. Uh, loud, loud tools for sure. He's, he's the real deal. Um, I am going to go, I'm going to stay. I'm going to continue to build my infield, I think. And I'm going to go with South Lake infielder, Ethan Mendoza. Oh, um, yeah. You know, he was kind of the, the Jet Williams path guy from this past year, a guy that just hit, 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 hit. Yeah. Um, incredible work ethic. Uh, coming off of an injury, but so far everything seems to be going ahead of schedule. Um, and I mean, just an elite player. Uh, I know that him and Braden have played together up the middle before on the sticks two summers ago. Um, son of a coach, uh, just awesome kid, 
can't say enough about him. And by the way, he might be the best hitter in the state. So um, I'm going to go with Ethan Mendoza uh, for my pick right there. And, um, and yeah, I'm excited about it. That's a good one. Uh, he was, he was going to be my pick there. So that was oh. uh, definitely, uh, Too bad. definitely a good, definitely a good selection there. Um, let's see here. Kind of have an open board right now in terms of what I want to do. Um, man, tough call, tough call, tough call. Um, I'm going to go on the mound. I'm not going to make this too difficult. Um, I'm going to take Zane Adams, left-handed pitcher from Porter, signed with, with Alabama. Just saw him a couple times this summer, and, uh, and the velocity's ticked up. Um, strong three-pitch mix. I think there's some projection there. Um, you know, he had that ankle injury in, in the high school season and, and fought through it. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure he was still 100% healthy even at area code. Um, but the stuff was really lively. He performed this summer. I think the arrow is still pointing up there. I think that he's going to be a guy that scouts pay a lot of attention to this spring. Um, so I'm going to go Zane Adams, left-handed pitcher from Porter for my selection. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, that's, that's a pretty formidable, uh, rotation there this far. We got some stuff. Uh, we got some stuff on the mound right now. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, that you do. Um, I think, let me, let me look at my list here. Hmm. I think that I'm going to add, I'm going to go get a guy who we think is in the mix for the best 2024 left-handed pitcher in Texas. Um, a guy who his, uh, recruitment was hot and heavy with some big, big time players in the college mm -hmm. baseball landscape. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go down go down to the Houston area and I'm going to take Ryler Smart, uh, Tennessee commitment, um, just to kind of add to my, add to my rotation because he's a guy that has some pitchability. Um, and my favorite thing about him is he is just hyper competitive. That's, that's the thing that you hear about him from everyone you talk to is they point out how competitive he is and that's a trait that i like having on the mound um you know with the idea that you're not always going to have your best stuff right um, and he's a guy that when he doesn't have his best stuff um he is going to fight you uh, and he's going to find his way to get through an outing uh, or an inning and um that's the kind of guy that i want pitching a big game for me um and i you know the pedigree uh, of Frank Anderson and what I know he looks for in pitchers tells me a lot. Um, and that's why I'm a uh, big fan of this pick and excited to add him to my rotation. Yeah. Whenever you hear universally, people just kind of sing the praises of a pitcher's competitiveness. It's always something that really grabs our attention, especially for a young guy too. I know Pearland is, is super fired up to, to see what he's got in store this season. Um, a Pearland team that's just absolutely loaded. I mean, you could probably make a pretty good draft team with just that roster looking at, yeah. looking at, looking at those guys there. So uh good selection there. Um, I am going to, I'm going to go to the outfield in the 2023 class. Um, and I'm going to select Aiden Howard, mm. Dallas Baptist signee 
switch hitter from Hebron. Uh, it's just, you know, this time last year, I'm not sure we even really knew too much about him. Um, and then it's just like, bam. I mean, the arrow just yeah, went straight weeks, up. A couple weeks away from our, the one-year anniversary of me seeing him play for the first time. Right, uh, yeah. And just ever since then, Prosper. it's just mm-hmm. it's just been up, up, up. Um, and ended up being a guy that was uh, was an area code selection and, uh, you know, hitting bombs for the Blue Jays scout team this fall. And uh, I really think that he's still just – scratching the surf well maybe not that's not fair but like there's still so much i think that's going to come for him down the road with the reps and the 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 physical maturation and filling out and all that sort of stuff and, and a great kid um great makeup uh just a guy that uh, it's fun to be around fun to watch him play as well so uh, i'm gonna add aiden howard to my outfield and uh i should not lack range with kendall george and aiden howard in the outfield yeah that is uh that's an understatement um yeah so let me uh that was that was a pick that i was uh heavily contemplating you know you do like to take my guys (laughs) um so that'll that'll be your i had to get you back for mendoza i had to okay that's fine that's fine that that's your that's your theft uh you better be careful you better be careful with this next one i tried to get cute tried to get cute on uh on with Braden last year since I thought your roster would play out a little bit differently but um yeah so that's hmm okay well uh I think I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go take our five tool summer player of the year um a guy that can do it with the bat yeah um he can do it with the arm on the mound i don't yeah i'm pretty sure he wasn't he didn't he give up zero runs uh i think on he the, only gave on up three i think he only gave up three hits all summer it was something okay. of, of stupid good yeah okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna stay in the dfw area go to plano and i'm gonna take Braden bergman um just Again, hyper-competitive guy, um, performed on the big stage. I mean, we saw him dominate on the mound all year, but then yeah. he went out to area code and hit. Yeah. Um, yes, but he he's got he's got loud tools. Um, he's going to be a foundation piece for that Baylor program uh, moving forward in the future. Um, he's a guy who can play the outfield. He swings the bat. He's going to give me some some innings on the mound. Uh, so I'm going to say I'm going to say there. I'm going to go with. Braden Bergman. So big fan of him. And I just, I really like the guys that are multi-sport guys. And then you start to see as they start kind of narrowing their focus a little bit more on just baseball, you start to see the skill really take off. Um, Yeah. Throw strikes, super productive everywhere. Um, And that Plano East team, they're going to make some noise. I was kind of looking through and, uh, on Twitter, somebody was asking about the toughest district, and I was looking at that six six A district, and uh, it's it's loaded. And, and Plano East is going to have a, a, I think, a much much better season than they did last year. Uh, a lot of these juniors and a few of those seniors are, are a big reason why. So, um, good selection there. Um, hate to do this to you, but I'm going to stay in the outfield, and I'm going to get both Aidens on the roster. I'm going to add Aiden Smith to my outfield. 
another very, very highly rated five tool 55 guy in the 2023 class. Um, just a, a standout performer this summer, number seven on our list from Lovejoy, Mississippi State signee. Um, I, when we saw him again in the TSA event that we did in the fall, uh, I was extremely impressed with the way he played center field. Just, I just didn't know he had that in him. I just, I didn't see him, you know, have that many balls hit to him before. Um, mm-hmm. No, he can hit. It's hit everywhere. Hitting the Mattingly league was a stud there. Went to area code hit there. He's hitting the fall. Uh, so I'm going to add Aiden Smith to my outfield. And I've basically got three center fielders. Um, in my outfield, which my pitchers are going to like, but my pitchers are probably going to strike out everybody anyway. Um, so at least my outfielders look pretty good out there. Well, one of my favorite things about Aiden, and we touched on this, you know, a million times probably already, but there are not many people out there that play as hard as he does. Right. Yeah. Um, just, you know, he's a guy, he pressures your outfield on balls that he hits the outfield because he is looking for two out of the box. Mm hmm every time and he he took advantage of some lazy outfielders in the fall and and took that base um and that's just you know it 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 shows the way he's coached um it shows what kind of kid he is to me i mean you you can't have enough of those guys in your in your lineup no Um, you know on the roster period yeah exactly like he he's a guy he just barrels everything Mm -hmm. um and he just plays hard all the time uh so you're you're right. You're stealing all my my Aidens, um, but you, you can't have they, one they, Aiden without the other. <laughs> true, that's true. Um, okay, well, I guess that changes where I'm going to go here potentially. Um, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to continue to bolster my rotation, and I'm going to go with Aiden Sims. Uh, 2024 right-handed pitcher from Forney A&M commit. Um, this dude is just—he's just that. He's a dude. Uh, so I got to—I get—I get one Aiden. Um, but a guy who's—you know—his performance in the in the playoffs last year. I mean, just said all that I need, or showed me all that I needed to see. Um, I've seen him multiple times over the last couple of years, and this guy's a big game pitcher. He knows how to pitch. He's got a wipeout breaking ball. Um, and if I have to, I can toss him in for a uh, for an at bat and yeah, he hit, can swing hit it. Great, yeah, hit, hit the grand slam that I mean accounted for the only runs in the game uh, when he went up against uh, Lone Star last year and Dominique Reed. But he's kind of like the present day Kelly Lee, you know, like got the long hair and he's a hair guy. He, like he can smack homers. He can get on the mound and throw really hard and uh, kind of single handedly win you a baseball game every now and then. Yeah, absolutely. That's a um, uh, I'm excited about that pick. The guy's a winner. Uh, just has a has a good idea what he's doing on the mound. He pitches mature, um, mm-hmm. and I think there's more in the tank for him still too. But um big get for my rotation uh excited to have him there um and on to you for another pick yeah i'm gonna go shortstop but i'm gonna go a homer pick i'm gonna take jack bell from from uh from corpus christi ray uh just been a really big fan of his ever since i saw him for the first time early last summer uh he's added strength um you know and i think that started showing the way the ball comes off the bat his ability to impact the baseball um good athlete. I think he's got a good chance to stick at shortstop. I think it's a plus arm. Uh, I think there's still more projection there as well. 
Um, you know, a, a guy that hasn't really much fully matured yet physically. Um, A&M signee, just a really productive player, had a really strong summer. And I think that he's just there's there's more to come for him. I think he's going to have a huge senior year. But um, like the glove there, um, like the way he can impact the baseball. Um, I think he's going to going to hit for a little bit more power as he continues to add strength. And uh, definitely one of the better shortstops uh, in Texas. OK, yeah, good pick. Good pick. We, we're always we've been big fans of his from the get go. Um, I think I'm going to round out my rotation. Um, I am going to stay in the 24 class with a big arm from the Dallas area. Uh, Jack Frankel. Um, so back to back Jacks. Um, there you go. For our picks. There you go. Pun intended. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to go with Jack Frankel. Um, the stuff is big time. Um, mm-hmm. He's been committed to Mississippi State for over a year now. Um, and he's a guy that the stuff blows you away. Um, you know, we haven't seen him as much as we've seen some of the other guys just do some small nagging injuries, but he's a guy that anybody that's ever seen him at his best will tell you he's the up in that upper echelon of guys that just are, I mean, tough, tough to, to face. Um, the stuff is good. He knows how to pitch. Um, and I mean, that's a, it's a big time upside pick for me. So I'm, I am excited to round out my rotation with Jack Frankel for sure. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. In terms of the stuff, I mean, it's, it's about as good as it gets in the, in the 2024 class and um, you know, really excited to see what he's got in store, um, you know, for this season, because he's just, He's been a dude for a while, and uh, I think he's got a chance, especially as he matures. That stuff is is always always going to play. Um, huh, I'm trying to think where where I was going to go next. I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go to the um, one of my utility spots here and get a two way guy that I'm a big fan of, and that's uh, Sawyer Strosnyder from Brock. Um, yeah. TCU commitment in the 2024 class outfielder left-handed pitcher i think long term he's probably going to be an outfielder but man you watch him on the mound that athleticism that arm speed and that arm strength um he can run it up there pretty good on the mound and at a place like brock which is a 3a powerhouse um he's going to do it all for those guys he's just going to pitch he's going to play outfield he's going to hit the top of the lineup um just really burst onto the scene this summer after a really strong season and i think you know because they played so deep into the high school year and he was, he wasn't as early getting out to the summer circuit as some other guys. Um, I think that he was almost a little under the radar and then everybody saw him. and was like, Whoa, this guy is, is really, really good. And uh, TCU won that prize um, getting his commitment there, but um, athletic can run a lot of tools, a lot of production. Somebody that I think is, has major, major upside in that 2024 class. Um, it can do a little bit of everything. Um, gives me a little bit of left-handed hitting presence as well. So Sawyer Strohsnyder from Brock is my selection there. That's a good one. He, you know, he he's a baseball player. You know, we we say it all the time. That's that's one of the biggest things, biggest compliments we can give a guy is that he's a baseball player. Um, and that's that's what you continue to hear about Sawyer. Um, I know some some of his teammates, some of his coaches just love the way he goes about things. Um, a lot of talent, a lot of skill, toughness. Um, you know, that stuff that sticks out about him. So that's a, it's a big time pick. Um, I think I am going to give myself some, some options 
uh, okay. on the infield. Uh, I'm going to go down to your neck of wood of the woods, and I'm going to go with Theo Gillen. Uh, nice. From, from Austin Westlake High School, Texas commit. Um, he's a guy I got to see him a little bit early in the spring. He was already hurt, but continued to play. Um, he's a guy that the, the talent sticks out. Uh, he's one of those guys that you show up in the ballpark and you just watch him move around a little bit and you can tell he's different. Um, and he's, he's one of those guys that, you know, from an early age has been that way. Um, you know, talking to his coaches, like talking to opposing coaches on the summer ball circuit. I mean, like, he's a guy that he's a, he's a first out of your mouth name guy Yeah, um, that everyone recognizes, um, he's a special kid. You know, I know a little bit about his recruiting process and the things that his family valued and um, really did his homework. You know, he was a, he was a, you know, top of the class guy that, that kind of took his time. You know, it sounds crazy since he hasn't mm. played his junior year, but right. You know, for the offers that he's been getting since eighth and ninth grade, um, you know, he, it, there's something special to him. And I appreciate the way him and his family went about the recruiting process they really took their time, uh, did their um, did their fact checking, did their digging, checked all the boxes, and you know it, it's obvious that education's important to him um, mm-hmm. based on the, some of the schools that he visited. Um, but you know, I know there were some programs out there that were telling him like, "Hey, man, you know, like here's our plan to make you the number one pick coming out of college," um, and he's got that kind of upside, I think. So uh, really excited him. Uh, to have him in my on my team um great kid uh you don't ever hear anything bad about him uh obviously on the field and, and especially off the field too so um good character guy to have on on my on my roster and uh by the way he can play a little bit too yeah yeah it's uh I, I, he's probably at the top of my list of guys I'm, I'm like most anxious and excited to go see like early on during the during the scrimmages and it helps that he's about 20 minutes from my house and um hoping that he's he and that's in full, austin traffic too right yeah well hope he has a fully healthy season um it sounds like you know from what i've heard it's i mean his shoulder is even stronger than it was uh pre-injury but if you want to go and just have some fun just find some video of him his swing and uh it's so athletic it's it's so you know it's just unique in that how rhythmic and fluid and athletic and quick it is all at the same time and the way he can kind of change his swing and things like that um he's got some really really special upside and I'm, I'm really excited to see what he's got in this junior year and yeah you know he's a good example with frankel too like sometimes we we know these guys so early on that you forget that these guys still have two high school seasons left you know <laughs> like like they're not that old there's still a lot of development that's going to happen with these guys uh which is really really fun uh, I'm going to stick with the uh, utility two-way theme here and left-handed um, hitters and pitchers theme, but I'm going to go to the 2023 class and I'm going to go to the Woodlands and I'm going to select uh-huh. Braden Sharp uh, signed with Tennessee. Uh, I saw him during the district play last spring was up to 95 breaking ball really flashed uh, super exciting upside, put the ball and play hard several times um, and then I, I think that he kind of just tired a little bit. Um, saw him against Rockwell in the playoffs. Velocity was a little bit down, kind of the same in area code. And, you know, that happens with pitchers, you know, two-way guys that are playing a bunch. 
Um, I'm expecting a big season for him. It wouldn't shock me if we hear or see, hey, man, Brain Shark came out and popped the 97 and sat, you know, 92 to 95 his entire outing. He's got that kind of ability. Um, Good-looking kid physically. I think he's probably like 6'3". Got some some strength, some lean muscle. Um, But talented with the bat, can run, can pitch. I think his upside's on the mound. Uh, but he's going to be one of the better hitters in the Houston area as well. So I'll go with Braden Sharp and uh, put him in that utility spot. He can help me out there. Yeah, that was one of those ones where I like had, just have this sense that you've hacked into my list um, <laughs> or, or into my brain. Yeah, didn't you was... know you shared, you shared your notes on the Google sheet? Did you know that? <laughs> no, I probably, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Well, in that case... I'm going to stick on the infield and I'm going to go to the 2024 class and I'm going to get a guy that some people think could be the number one um, in the mix for the number one position player in 2024. Um, You know, obviously you have Aaron Beatty, um, but I'm going to take A&M commit White Sanford. Okay. Um, and put him put him down on my on my roster. Um, really good baseball player. Um, love his swing. Love how effortlessly he plays defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to add to my collection of guys. I mean, you talk about Braden Randall, Wyatt Stanford, um, Ethan Mendoza, Theo Gillen. Like, there's some there's some flexibility. Those guys can move around a little bit, uh, play the game. Um, they're all good baseball players. That's, you know, I, I, for whatever reason, maybe it's because I was that kind of player, not this level of talent, maybe, but, um, you know, Oh, don't sell your talent short. We know you're talented. Well, do we need the McCutcheon story? (laughs) That's for another day. Um, but but to keep it short, you know, when I played center field, Andrew McCutcheon played left when we played together. So, We'll we'll leave out some of the other details. We need to get him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Well, pirate guy back back at the pirates, you like? Yeah. That. Um, but but yeah, I love those guys that can move around and play different positions. Um, I just that that's a quality that I like. Um, you know, it tends to tell me that you're a baseball player um, mm-hmm. if you can move around seamlessly and. I'm collecting a pretty good group of guys that can do that. I mean, you know, a guy like Braden Randall, he went out to the outfield some for the 12. He can play second, third, short. We know Ethan can play second and short. I imagine he could play third and sleep. Um, you know, Wyatt's fluid, um, fluid motions on the infield. I mean, I, it's, it's easy. Um, and sometimes I think he, he falls in that category. We saw it a little bit at area code where it's so easy that you don't realize how good it is. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't stand out as much because it's so smooth and so effortless. Um, but he's a guy that he's a guy that when he gets out on the field, the 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 pro guys perk up a little bit. And I know that AM is ecstatic to have him in their 2024 class. And um I am equally as ecstatic to have him on my team. So that is my pick for there. And you are now back on the clock. Yeah, and just for reference too, we are actually trying to fill out you know, without stretching the boundaries too insanely much in actual lineup. So yeah, um, obviously there are going to be some guys in, you know, certain positions and things like that. Like we can't draft nine outfielders or eight shortstops right. and, and, and seven pitchers. So 
Um, so we're kind of steering towards an actual lineup here. Um, and with that in mind, I'm going to go to third base um, in the 2024 class. And this is a guy that can kind of play all over the infield, but we saw him play some third at area code. Um, uh, no, he's I played some shorts, there. some shortstop, some second base. Um, but in terms of like just tools and physicality, uh, I, he's got a lot of upside. And, um, you know, the more I learn about him and the more I read and stuff like that, especially going through and reading what people had to say about his team USA performance. Um, David Hogg, the second LSU commitment oh. from, from Mansfield. Oh, this wasn't uh, where I thought you were going. Um, okay. I, right. I just, Looking at the tools and in, in, in the profile, I, I think there's just a lot of upside there. Um, there's potential to hit, maybe some hit for some power, can run, um, you know, played some receiver for Mansfield this year. Um, there's just a lot to like about what he could become long term. And uh, yeah, I know you're probably thinking of too. And I had both those guys in my head because I'm a big fan of both. Um but, uh, you know, Hogs upside to me is just really, really fun to have on a roster. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a guy I enjoy, you know, I enjoy following all these guys. But, um, you know, some guys you kind of watch, you know, just bounce around and things like that. And the way they, the way they do things, it's just really exciting. So David Hogg is second for me. I'm going to slide him into uh, – I'm going to slide him into third base right now um, with, the, with the ability that maybe I could move him to second potentially because he could play both. Uh, without getting too crazy and stretching things out there. So I'm um, adding wow. him from the 2024 class. Okay, good pick. Um, a number of different routes I can go with this pick. Um, but I think that I want to go ahead and lock down my center fielder um, or a guy that I know can play it at a high, high level. Um you know, you have the you have three center fielders on your roster. I think I may end up with a similar situation. Um, but I'm gonna go to the 2024 20, class and I'm gonna go with Braylon Payne. Mm. Um he is plays for the 12th. Um, and he's a guy that he's known for speed. Yeah. Um, but he's a baseball player too. Yes. Um, at that age. Uh he can really run, he takes good pass to balls. Um, you know, I just, he had, he has the ability, um, to change a game, uh, much like Kendall George does, um, Mm -hmm. with his speed, but he's not just a speed guy. He's, he, he uses his speed to be deadly, um, whether it's in the outfield or on the bases. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go to Elkins, uh, take Houston commit Braylon Payne. That's a good one. His his summer stat. I think the only more absurd summer stat line was was uh, Bergman's, just because it was just yeah. <laughs> yeah. amazing on both sides and like really only give like three hits. I think all summer. But Brilliant Payne's like was was nutty good. And I remember asking around kind of about him as I was putting together you know the twenty four list, and uh, somebody told me his strikeout total for the summer, and I was like, that can't be right. And uh, I looked at our stats and then kind of looked through the most things like, oh, my gosh, it was it was right. Like he hardly ever strikes out. Um, And there's some impact there, too. Like we have a great video of him hitting a line drive homer at Brenham. Um, You know, so he's it comes off the back pretty well. And um, we kind of stuck our neck out there a little bit, putting him where we put him on the list. But we always talk about production. And I mean, man, there's just a. there's a lot to like uh, from production for Braylon Payne. So I'm, I'm a big, big fan of that pick. And uh, 
Um, we were, we're kind of trading, you know, favorites in the outfield with our roster there, but uh, I'm going to go, let's see. I think I've got one more pitcher spot to fill out and I'm going to go to the 2023 class and I'm going to select Gavin Jones from White Oak, Texas Tech signee. Uh, another guy that kind of burst onto the scene during the summer. And we were seeing some video of him at one of our really early, I think it was the, the Connie Mack qualifier playing for Marucci Mayo and uh, saw some video. And it was like, he had like seven, I think he struck out every batter he faced. And I was like, who's this guy? And just did that all summer. Um, made the area code team. I think his area code tryout was so good that I think Texas Tech basically like committed him immediately after that. Uh, strong, physical, a uh, lot of lower leg strength. Um, you know, we've seen the signs of two different breaking balls, fastball change up. I think he's going to be a guy that's that's going to be a starter. He's going to be have the ability to carry his stuff deep into the games with that strength. Um, I think long-term he's going to throw strikes. He's going to throw quality strikes at a pretty high level. And uh, I think he's going to be a guy that, that scouts in that area are going to keep close tabs on everything he does all spring because there's, there's potential there for him to pitch himself into being a draft guy. So I'm going to round out my, uh, my, my main rotation there uh, with Gavin Jones from White Oak. It's a good pick. We've seen him really good. Sound like he was good this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, from the people that saw him, but yeah, like like you said, a guy that burst on the scene and Tech jumped on him, um, like they tend to do. Yeah, um, they don't mess around. Yeah, so that really good pick there. Um, if I had, I I was considering him. Um, if I had had another pitching spot, but he's a guy that he's got a chance. You know, it sounds like he's got a little bit of buzz on the pro side. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what what his. Uh, what his spring looks like because he'll have some attention for sure. Yeah. Um, for me, I think that I am going to um, manipulate some stuff around to take a okay. guy that I that I know that you love. Um, oh boy. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go to Pearland and I'm going to take Isaiah. Mm, yeah, he can. He could fill. I think he could fill every spot on your roster besides catcher. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what I really like about him. Um, you know, he's a guy that, uh, can play a number of places. Mm -hmm. Uh, he can pitch, he can Mm -hmm. hit his numbers at the, uh, I guess it would have been the pudge were ridiculous. Really good. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to go down to Houston and take that. I'm going to Isaiah Castaneda. In talking to you know, David Rogers from Pearland, when we saw him at the at the convention this past uh, past weekend, um, he was super fired up about him. Um, it's just, you know, it's just he could long term, you know, be a great outfielder and hitter. Um, I've even seen him play some third base, where it's just kind of like he didn't even really have much experience. They threw him out here, made plays, and I've heard he's been up to ninety two off the mound. So. Um, Super fun prospect. It's uh, and yeah, like you could put that guy a number of places on the roster. Um, so I definitely like the one there. Speaking of manipulated, I'm going to manipulate some things as well. Um, I'm going to slide David Hogg over to second, and I'm going to dip in back into the 2024 class and pick a third baseman. And I'm going to go with Austin Phillips from South Grand Perry. Uh, I, I was really, really impressed with just his heartbeat. Um, his natural kind of instincts. He's just a ball player. And um, he got out to area code and time velocity. He hit stuff. 
made some quality plays defensively, but um, I know you've mentioned it earlier with, with some of the guys you picked and, and we're just big fans of guys that when you put them out there, the game doesn't seem too big for them. You know, they have mm-hmm. a way of being able when things can really speed up on guys on slowing some things down. And I think he's going to hit. Um, I think he could be, you know, a, a, above average, maybe better defender long-term from the pro side at the hot corner. I think he's got the arm strength there. Um, just a guy that was one of my favorite performances all summer was seeing what he did with that underclass area code team out in San Diego. Uh, so big fan of that guy long-term. Yeah. So that's, that's when you started describing him, I'll admit I tuned that's out. Who, that's who I was deciding between was, was, yeah. uh, was what to do there. So, yeah, that, that's a great pick. Um, uh, like you said, he, he blew us away out there. Um, mm-hmm. he moved all over the field. He looked comfortable doing it. Um, and, he he handled good pitching, um, and that's yes. a lot, that's the question for a lot of kids that age, and mm-hmm. it's a question that he answered pretty emphatically uh, in San Diego last year. So, great pick there. Uh, big fan of him. Uh, he is he's a dude. Uh, that's a great pick. So, I think that I need somebody that I know can catch uh, okay. when Blake Mitchell is pitching. Um. I also would like another bat in my lineup. Mm-hmm. And I also would like another good arm in my, uh, in my, I know rotation. where you're going with this. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. So another guy that performed well at area code. Homer alert. Um, Homer <laughs> alert. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's roll out the run. rock wall, red carpet. Yeah. So it's easy to be a Homer um, when you have the quality of, of lineup that the brackets will be rolling out there this year, but you know, Matt can hit. That's, that's one thing that's really yeah. clear. Um, he, he handles really good pitching um, at the plate. Uh, he can do a number of things. He's a, you know, son of a coach. He's a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to take him again to add to my team, just like I did last year. Um, but he knows the game. Um He's a general behind behind the plate. Yeah. Um, you know, he knows how to think as a pitcher because you can throw him out there on the mound. Now, I'm not, you know, I know he likes to catch and I know he can really hit. Um, so there's a potential future for him there. But I love him on the mound too. He is hyper competitive. Yeah. Uh, he knows how to pitch. He's got a breaking ball that gets swings and misses and he just comes at you. Um, so I'm going to have – I'm going to have Mac Rose um, as my pick right there. So uh, excited about that. Excited to have him back on the team. Um, Get my guys. So I'll take Mac Rose. That's a good one. He was definitely in consideration for me as filling that first base slot. And the first time I ever basically – well, I saw him down at Premier. Gosh, it was a long time, summer 2021. But then uh, the Blue Jays scout team 2021 fall, like – my first kind of encounter with him, he was like begging to pitch or ca- or whatever it was. And like his dad was like, no, 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 no. You just, you've thrown, like, we got to keep your arm. Like, you know, just, that's just who he is as a player. It's like, you want me to catch? Yeah. Cool. You want me to play first? Awesome. Hey, give me the ball. I'll go win us a game there. And I saw him pitch um, against Woodlands in the playoffs and, and just, you know, throw deep, deep, deep into that game and throw it a high level there. So um, McLennan, I mean, they, they've got to be thrilled to have him um and just the way he can contribute there it's got a great fit both ways 
Um, just a really, really fun, uh, fun player to watch for sure. Uh, so definitely, a, definitely a good pick there. All right, so we're inching closer to getting to our, our just missed position player, just missed pitcher, and then wrapping things up with our 2025 uh, selections. So we've basically got two more roster spots to fill out before we get to those um, those final four picks there for each team. Uh, I'm going to fill my DH spot with a really, really exciting hitter that hit a ton of home runs of the Pudge Rodriguez World Classic. Uh, had a jaw-dropping batting practice display out at Area Code with the with the underclass team with the Rangers, and I'm going to fill my DH spot with just a power bat, and that's Matt Scott from Clino, committed to Oklahoma. Uh, a ton of upside there. Um, I mean, he's he was going so hot at the Pudge that like he I think he almost like mishit a couple home runs and ball just <laughs> carried out. Like he just has a, a unique way to really just impact the baseball in the way that just creates a lot of carry, a lot of fly ball carry. Um, super exciting guy to watch hit. Some really high-level future tools. Um, so I'm going to go with Matt Scott and just put him at DH and, and just let him uh, let him try to run into one and drive some guys in. So I'm a little worried about uh, where I see you have an open slot in your uh, roster right now. And as a result, I think that – I imagine what this is going to, what the chain effect of this is going to have, but the guy that I want to play that I want to DH for me and play first some when Jaquay is pitching um, is Cole Johnson. So I'm going to go down to your neck of the woods and get a guy that we have loved for two years. Um, A guy that just flat out hits. Yeah. And big right hand bat. Um, one of my favorite kids, you know, he was on our academic team last year, mm-hmm. uh, had a really good fall and spring committed to Oklahoma state. Um, and I, I just, I, I couldn't be a bigger fan just of him. Number one as a kid, but as, as a hitter, you know, like you could hear the conversations he was having when he'd come back to the dugout and they were advanced. Um, and you know, he's a guy that we've talked about at length before, but the fact that he's a hitter. Uh, first that just happens to have monster power yeah. um, is what stands out to me about him. But he's a guy that, I mean, you can see him getting plugged into a D one lineup and putting up monster numbers early in a college career. And so I'm going to, I'm going to take him and I'm going to slide him into my DH role um, and to keep him away from you most of all. But um, <laughs> I, I know where that's going to cause you to go. Uh, I think, um, but I don't so know. I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I'm that's a that's yeah probably you're probably thinking of the same guy because I I'd like to fill that with like an actual kind of a traditional first baseman as opposed to a um, you know hey I could take Tristan Russell and play him at first type of thing that would that would yeah. necessarily be fair but yeah you probably yeah I'm gonna I mean one of the best names in high school baseball Boots Landry like Ooh. give me give me Boots. Give me boots and put him at first base. Uh, okay. Friends, Friendswood is going to be really, really good again. Um, he gives me major vibes of the guy. What was the, the guy's name with the Ole Miss that went to Nacogdoches last year that we had in the 55? Why am I blanking Will on Furnace. him? Will, Will Furness. I remember seeing Will Furness hit in person at the uh, All-Star game at the end of the year. And I was like, man, yeah, this is this is what it looks like. You know, this is what an Ole Miss basher looks like. 
Um, and Boots Landry can hit, man. Um, he's going to add even more power, but he can hit. Takes really quality at bats. Um, yeah, I, I think he's going to have a monster year for Friendswood. Like I said, he's going to be really, really good again in that 5A class. So, and he's he is a classic first baseman, you know, like like he's, you know, not an infielder. I'm just putting over there. Um, he's a first baseman in, in the true sense, bat first guy that can really, really hit. Um, and plus it's fun to have, uh, it's fun to have a boots in your lineup at first base. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I'm going to take my last outfield spot and I'm going to stay in the area and I'm going to go with Dylan Schlegel. Um, yeah. DBU commit who this guy rakes, mm-hmm. um, and, He's another guy that plays with his hair on fire uh, that I am a huge fan of and have been for a while. Um, he had a he made a massive jump flat from last year to now, and he's a guy that we liked a lot last year. Um, and, you, I mean, you think about him and Aiden Howard together as DBU commits um, for That's the future of, of their yeah. outfield. That is very exciting. Um, but Dylan can run. He's a baseball player. He knows how to hit and he's got some juice. Yeah. Um, so I, I am thrilled to round out my outfield uh, with Dylan Schlegel uh, from Mansfield Le- legacy uh, and another one, uh, a sticks guy. So. Uh, yeah. Another so, yeah. guy that's uh, I think he lives in the weight room um, and it shows yeah. on the field. He just kind of got that like very twitchy explosiveness to a lot of his movements and it shows with the, the bat speed and the way the ball comes off the bat there. So, um, so we're 32 picks in and we've basically filled out a lineup. Um, so before we get to the, the next two picks are going to be, or the next two picks for each of us. So four picks total are going to be um, one position player from our 2023 just missed list. Those are guys that were in consideration for the five to 55 that, that just missed the 23 cut. and 24, right? The just miss list for both. Yeah, yeah, you could, yeah, you could do okay. twenty four if you want. Um, and then that, that uh, may have been a that may have been a, a giveaway, but okay. Um, and then also a, a pitcher, um, from the twenty twenty three um or twenty twenty four just missed list as well. So, um, we're gonna have a, each one of those guys. So it'll be our four next picks before we get into the twenty twenty five position player and then the twenty twenty five pitcher to wrap things up. So, well, let's go through our lineups real quick. I'll read mine off and then I'll let you read yours off. Uh, catcher, I've got Cade Arambide from Tomball in the 2024 class. First base, manned by Boots Landry from Friendswood, senior signed to AM. I've got David Hogg II from Mansfield, LSU commitment in the 2024 class um, at second base. Austin Phillips, third base, Oklahoma commitment 2024 class. Uh, Jack Bell, Corpus Christi Ray, AM signee at shortstop. Um, Kendall George was my steel guy from your roster. Tasca Sita, outfielder signed to Arkansas. Um, and then I've got the Aidens rounding out the outfield, Aiden Howard and Aiden Smith uh, from the 2023 class. My DH is Matt Scott II from Klein Oak, committed to AM. And then my utility spots, Sawyer Stroh-Snyder from Brock in the 2024 class, um, TCU commit, Braden Sharp, Tennessee signee from the Woodlands. Uh, and then one of my keepers, Niamara Ochoa from Galena Park. My pitchers, my first keeper, Travis Sakura. And I got Kaysen Evans, Zane Adams, and Gavin Jones. Okay, um, my lineup, catcher Blake Mitchell, first base pitcher Jaquay Stewart. Uh, I got an infield, consists of Braden Randall, Wyatt Sanford, Ethan Mendoza, uh, Theo Gillen, 
Um, got outfield manned by Braylon Payne, Isaiah Castaneda, uh, Dylan Schlegel, D.H. Cole Johnson, utility Braden Bergman, and Mac Rose. Pitchers, my rotation is Barrett Kent, Ryler Smart, Aiden Sims, and Jack Frankel. So, man, Loaded are... <laughs> rosters. Loaded man. rosters for sure. We're probably going to have to make a third lineup like we did last year uh, just because – I've got guys that are off the list that are on my list as potential takes that it's going to make a pretty competitive lineup. Oh there, gosh. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, especially when you're working for two classes, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really tough. Um, you're really tough to, to make some decisions at some certain positions. So yeah, let me bring up uh, just missed list here. Where did it go? Where did it go? Okay. And we're going to start with the position players. And, um, man, this, there's a lot to like about um, both the 24s and the 25s from a position player's standpoint. Um, you know, I'm going to add – I'm going to add a little um, little catching background in case I oh. need it. Some first okay. base background if I need that, but some right-handed thump for sure. And I'm going to select Landon West from Tompkins. Ooh, um, good pick. Yeah, we've I seen like him for, for a long time, just hit all the time. Tompkins, 12, uh, this past summer, the summer before that, uh, physical size, not done filling out, um, can really impact the baseball. So – uh, Landon, oh, excuse me, Landon West from Tompkins is going to be my uh, my just missed position player, and he's from the 2023 class. Okay, uh, good pick. Yeah, I've been a fan of his for a while. Uh, he can really catch and throw. A uh, great family. The fun fact about him was his family was the host family for Brett Boswell, former Heath, and then Texas Longhorn, now Colorado Rocky, I think. I think he's, he's still, still in the Rockies. Rockies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, knocking on the door. Uh, but I guess yeah. they played in, I guess it would have been Farmington. Um, I, I think the Wests were living there at the time. And so they had a connection there. But um, I found that out this summer. So that was when Brett showed up to a game. I was like, what are you, why are you here? Um, <laughs> but that was why, uh, to see the West family. Um, for my uh, just miss list position guy, I'm going to cheat a little bit, just a little bit. Because this guy can really play a position at a high level, but he also pitches too. So I'm filing that away in the back of my mind. Okay. Uh, uh, but uh, Allen, 24, uh, 2024 infielder pitcher. Yeah. Abilene Christian commit, Brady Cone. Yeah, yeah that's um, a good one. Coach's son, you've heard all the terms that you can throw along with that, but he's a baseball player. He knows the game hard worker mm -hmm. he's got a lot of he's got a lot of skill to add to that um so he's a guy i expect him to have a monster year for allen this year uh huge get yep. for allen christian um he's a brady's a guy that um he he's aggressive uh he can play multiple positions on the infield and he's a guy shoot he might be a guy that i consider as a closer um yeah he's got that mentality uh he, he just attacks he plays baseball in attack mode um, so I'm going to, I'm going to select Brady Coe there for my pick. That's a great one. Uh, I mean, I, I swear the guy in the fall had highlights at short highlights, hitting highlights, pitching. Um, and he is a true do it all. He might be like in terms of just baseball skill, one of the most skilled guys in his class. Um, just a really, really good baseball player. That's a great one. 
Yeah. Uh, for my just missed pitcher, this is one of the easiest selections I will make today. Um, Weston Moss from Lake Creek. Ooh, Ooh buddy. Coming back from uh, from Tommy John, um, he published a bullpen video the other day. Uh, it is electric-looking stuff. It's just a matter of um, whatever we see him, it's going to be like, oh, yep, you're healthy. The stuff is there. Um, I, I think that he, you know, he's not the same pitcher, but I kind of get some vibes of like when J.J. Goss really took off from Cy Ranch his senior year and ended up being, I think a second or a third round pick by the Rays. Um, I kind of have those kind of, I really think that he could just take a massive jump this year. Uh, once he shows everybody that he's healthy and the stuff is still there. But if you haven't seen the video, we wrote a, we wrote a five tool five about it and um, it's out there on his Twitter account. But um, as if Lake Creek needed another really great player, um, he's at Lake Creek now. And uh um, he's going to be a fun, fun guy to watch. He's definitely high on my list of pitchers I want to go see early on in the season. Yeah. Uh, the, the, those clips were uh, different. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he, yeah. The juice is a word that describes him. So yeah. That's a, that's a great pick. Uh, I'm going to stay the Dallas area. Um, and I'm going to stay with uh, the Oklahoma State theme from a couple picks ago. Uh, I'm going to go with Kyle Body. Yeah, um, good one. Who, man, you talk about physical maturation uh, in a short period of time. I mean, I, I saw we saw him throw for the Dodgers scout team this fall, and he looked like a different guy. Mm -hmm. uh, last spring, I mean, he was a guy that always got brought up to me when I was asking around about, you know, some of the best guys in the area. Um, but guy knows how to pitch, and he is hyper competitive. Like, he just attacks. I saw him throwing a scrimmage against Heath. Um, got a good breaking ball, get, generate some swing and miss. He's not afraid to throw anything at any time. Mm -hmm. Um, and man, if, if he makes another, another small jump, um, like he did from the spring to the fall and makes another, takes another step as he continues to get bigger and fill out a little bit. I mean, I think he's going to put up some insane numbers this yeah. spring for Plano. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to take him. I'm going to slide him into my my pitching role there, uh, and I'm going to be really excited about it because he's a good left-handed arm to throw in my rotation. Um, yep. And uh, good luck if I bring him in late in the game to get a lefty out. Let's see. who's. Let me see who's a lefty that you might have up that I might bring in. Uh, Landry, Bell, George. Yeah, all of them. Uh, Stress uh, yeah, Snyder, I can, Sharp. I, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I was just going through that little list. So yeah, I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna use him as a neutralizer um, okay. for my for my roster um, to throw against some of those guys that you have. So be careful how you make your lineup. Yeah, so. we got some good balance. I can alternate. Um, another Plato area guy. I mean, again, that district is gonna be just like good luck if you're a hitter, man. With with yeah. the arms that just spread out all across that district, it's, it's gonna be fun to follow that. Uh, all right, we're getting to the 2025s. Hey, here's 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 that district, by the way. Let me, yeah, let me read it off, off because it's it's nuts. Coppell. Loaded, yeah. Uh, Louisville. Flower Mound. Loaded. Always always he good. Hebron. Oh, Flower Mound may, Marcus. Yeah, Hebron may, might have the most talented roster in the state. 
Plano, Plano East, and Plano West. I mean, it's just like it's nuts. It's it's like, and there's you know, there I was going through some of the names of of guys I I, I like um, that aren't necessarily as famous as some of these top ranked players, and there are so many good players in that district. It's going to be a war um, to see who comes out of there. So, all right, um, well, to fin- finish this off, like we made a deal that you get to pick the first twenty twenty five position guy, and I get right. to take the pitcher first. Right. So. Yeah. Just- just so yeah. we're, this, is, this, is, Just this is the easiest this is the easiest pick i will ever make in a draft Kaysen cunningham is my 2025 position player uh i mean i could not be a bigger fan of the skill the talent the hitting ability like i mean went to area code put on a show three for three the first day smacking a triple to the wall in right field um I saw him play outfield at a high level in high school. We saw him play shortstop and handle that well this summer. Um, Casey Cunningham, San Antonio Johnson, Texas Tech commitment. Sign him up, put him in there. Easiest pick I'll make. Yeah. 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 That's, I, I don't really know what else to say because that, uh, that described him and, that was the most obvious pick that you made today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There was, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, I just think, like, just like your pitcher will be the most obvious pick of the draft. Well, maybe, but probably. Yeah. Um, okay. I have a couple of little routes I might go here. Um, I think that I have two guys I'm deciding between. Okay. I haven't seen one of them as much as I would like. Um, and for that, for that reason, um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Luke Billings. Um, okay. Because this guy started from day one on one of the biggest powerhouse programs in the state who we will get to see soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a guy that can really hit. He's a guy that can pitch. Um, and I, that's just going to be the question moving forward is what, what is he going to be ultimately? He's a guy, I mean, yeah. he legitimately has um, the two way, the two way ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when Tennessee, sees a guy early there. I mean, there were a lot of programs on him early um, and he did well, uh, did well in San Diego. Um, you know, he's, he's got some juice. Yeah, um, he does. And he's, he's competitive. Um, I, one of my favorite things about him, I, uh, I, when they were playing at Heath, um, he was a freshman uh, there was an older player on the team that struck out on a, you know, it was, uh, it was close on a um, check swing. He probably, probably went, um, you know, it was at least debatable. And said player was very unhappy in the dugout. And I could, you could hear him from outside of the dugout in, in a respectful way. This wasn't like a, you know, just telling him to shut up. But he basically said, hey, dude, like, turn the page. You know, like, we got a game to win. Um, and that, that was something that, you know, showed some leadership from him. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, he he's another one of those names. He's kind of like, you know, the, the 25 version of Theo. Like everybody knows who he is, mm-hmm. uh, which is a lot of pressure. And it is. Yeah. He stepped into the middle of a 6A lineup at one of the best programs in the state and more than held his own um, and pitched some big innings for them in the, in the postseason too. So he's a guy that's been on that stage. Um, he's He's a known commodity. Um, and you know, the question now is just going to be what, what he turns into, um, yeah. you know, uh, positionally, you know, what, Can't how, go does wrong the body, how does the body change, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, one thing is for sure is that he is good at whatever he does. Uh, so excited about that pick Luke Billings and, um, I'll go, I'll say, I'll get the, I'll go ahead and go, um, and take my 2025 20, pitcher. But yeah. yeah, you know, like you said, probably, probably a no brainer. Probably, um, but I there was a there was a close second for me. Um, okay. That before I made the deal to be able to take the pitcher first, um, I had him saved as a backup, and I'm not going to tell you that for future references unless okay. you take him here. Uh, but I'm going to go with Marcos Paz from Hebron. Um, Shocker. Yeah. Um, you know, we've talked about it before. Uh, you know, my favorite thing about him. Um, is that he throws the fastball, <laughs> you know, to be quite honest, and he's not afraid to throw it in there. Um, and that's, that is a, um, it says a lot about him as a pitcher. Um, it says about a lot about his confidence. He's pitched big games. Um, it's tough to tell whether he's up five zero or he's down five mm-hmm. zero uh, based on his demeanor on the mound, which goes a long way. Um, and physically, I mean, he already looks like a Friday night starter in the SEC. Um so uh thrilled with that pick um you know i i can already tell you that you know probably barring injury that he's he's gonna potentially be in that keeper mix for next year uh just because i know that Kaysen will be for you um but uh huge fan of marcos um you know he he makes that next jump um and i mean he he's he's not a finished product but the product that he is right now, if it was finished, would be a big time pitcher. Right. Um, but, I, you know, I think there's a few few more things he can do, little tweaks he can make um, and just be the the leader of that staff. Um, you know, he's he's the bell cow of a loaded 25 sticks team. Um, and, you know, I just uh, can't say enough good things about him. Uh, I've had a few conversations with him. He seems to get it. He cares about the right things. You don't see him being a guy that gets complacent with um, with the fame and notoriety that he's sure to garner over the next few years. And that's why I'm a big believer in him. I think he just he he's able to uh, take all that and um, and you know pitch well and perform well at the highest stages. So big fan of his. Excited. He is on my roster. Yep. That was uh that was very, very predictable, but um for all the right reasons. And uh the final <laughs> pick of the 2023 Texas high school player draft. Um in my 2025 pitcher, and I'm gonna stay pretty close to home and I'm gonna select Taylor Tracy from Dripping Springs, yeah. committed to Tennessee. Uh, can really pitch um, tall. He's going to fill out some. I think he's naturally going to add some miles per hour. But even like even if the we get two years down the road, he's not a flamethrower. 
Uh, he can just flat out pitch. Um, and it's got an advanced ability to throw strikes, throw quality strikes. Uh, big fan of his. Um, another guy I'm really fortunate to live pretty close to, so it'll be easy to get out and get some eyes on him. And you know, another guy that could have potentially been in that mix too was was uh was was Cooper Rummel, who's also at Dripping Springs. Um, and it's kind of the uh it's like you get the lefty that can really pitch and has some quality stuff. And then you get the righty who's like a big physical flamethrower. Um, so Dripping Springs, as they make that move into a loaded district with the likes of Lake Travis, um, Westlake, and some other programs as well, uh, they're going to need those young arms to step up for them. But um, Taylor Tracy, my 2025 pitcher, uh, wraps up the 40th selection of our Texas high school player draft. Um, a lot of fun, uh, a lot of fun. Uh, and, uh, like Drew said, we could make each could make another lineup of guys that would just be, you know, kind of on a similar level, uh, just cause there's so many great players in the state. And you come, when you're working through two classes, um, it means some tough decisions at some certain positions and things like that, but, uh, a lot of fun. Um, I, uh, I feel like we both got a pretty healthy amount of our favorites on the respective rosters. Um, it's good to see that you won't be banned from Rockwall temporarily like you were last year. So that's good. And kind of helped you kind of helped you out with that one there. You and, know, uh, yellow, when yellow jackets are mad, it is not a pretty sight. No, no, they, they're, uh, they're known for being a little angry and, and, uh, and uh, angry orange. Did you know that we were called that? That was, that was the nickname for the, I yes, know we are orange. We yeah, are I was going to say, cause we... you see orange, orange, yellow jackets all the time. Um, you know, that's just. Kind Don't of see those things, tell that story. I kind of see those things flying around all over the place. Oh yeah, there's another orange yellow jacket. Um, but uh, yeah, I can see it. Angry orange. Okay, yeah. So yeah, they will they will keep the red carpet for you out at Rockwall next time you show up based on this draft. But uh, a lot of fun. Um, I'm sure we'll tweet out some fun stuff with you know images and can can uh, pick or vote for your favorite team and and whatnot and. Uh, um, you know, we'll probably do a little kind of a little fun writing deal where we just kind of talk through like going back, like you reviewed your own fantasy drafts and like, oh yeah, I've loved this pick here. And, you know, this was my thinking here, just kind of have some fun with it. But uh, it's a good way to start thinking about the season, the upcoming season. I think it gives listeners an idea of, um, you know, some of the standout players across the state and also some background on why we think they're standout players um, so we've got 40 of them on this list. And again, next week, we the plan is to do a national five-tool high school player draft. So Na- no Texas national, guys. National, non-Texas, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no Texas guys. So the best of the best, cream of the crop from those other states. And we'll see if we need to put some parameters on it um, to kind of keep it from, from uh, you know, going too crazy. But uh, definitely want to talk about some national guys that uh, that we've seen and, and uh, do a draft from those guys as well. So this is the Texas list. Um, again, you'll probably have a way to let us know who you think's the the better team and who you like, who you don't like, uh, your favorite GM, um, why we screwed up. I'm sure we'll get a few of those let's, as well as, as we always let's do. Just, mm-hmm. Let's just put it out there that I won the vote last year. You so. won the Twitter vote. I won the Instagram vote. <laughs> I don't, yeah, that. A lot a of players, a lot of, strange, uh, five strange tool uses algorithm, Instagram. Strange algorithm, strange algorithm. Who, what does five tool have more followers on Twitter or Instagram? Again, algorithm, I, you know, <laughs> I don't, I, whatever. Oh, 
as you can see, we 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 don't we we take this too seriously. Um, but it's a lot of fun and uh, gets everybody kind of geared up for the high school season. But well, that's gonna wrap up uh, episode ninety eight of the Five Tool Podcast. We've talked your ears off for long enough. Um, that is our Texas high school player draft, our second annual one. Again, the national one is on the horizon. Uh, so drop us a line. Tell us who you like, uh, which team you think would win, which team you think's the best. Uh, your favorite pick, so on and so forth, and uh, just something to have a lot of fun uh, and get people acclimated with some of the names around the state. But um, I guess that's uh, that's about it. Uh, good win for your Cowboys this uh, this past weekend. Kind of a classic matchup, you know, 49ers Cowboys. You know, that I, felt like- I was glad I was glad that Dak um, had the performance that he did. Yeah, he takes a lot of unnecessary uh, whack, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was glad to see him show it on that stage and best our friend Tom Brady. Um, but incredible performance by him. He got hot after a really slow start, uh, but counted for five touchdowns and, you know, just, you know, won the game pretty much by himself. I mean, the defense did well, but, I mean, that performance offensively from him was – was really good. Uh, unfortunately, I think that'll be the end of the road. I don't think they match up well with San Francisco. Um, so it was fun while it lasted. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but uh, I don't think I am when it comes to this. <laughs> hey, if so. hey, if Todd Orlando can beat Brock Purdy, I'm sure the Cowboys might have a chance against Brock Purdy. So, well, okay. So did you? See, there, there was a stat. Okay, so his his. Uh, Completion percentage over expectancy for this past game was like, I think 0.03%. So basically, I mean, like, that's the thing is like, he's just, I mean, Kyle Shanahan has the joystick and it doesn't really matter who's playing quarterback for them as long as they just don't do something stupid. Um, I saw there's another stat like that uh, Purdy, Purdy, or the, the 49ers averaged, 10.86 10.86 yards after uh after the catch last weekend averaged yeah after after catching the ball um yeah that's Debo the, probably had like 60 of those on that one yeah I don't and the way that how physical their receivers are if they get the ball in their hands I mean like Diggs showed on Monday how he does not like contact mm-hmm. um so if you get Debo or Ayuk or Kittle or McCaffrey or that just sounds awful saying it um get the ball in their hands it may be a long day so they're gonna have to they're gonna have to pressure purdy and make him make mistakes that he hasn't been making recently so um that's their only chance um i think that 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 defensive line for san francisco is going to give dallas the dallas line some real problems so hopefully Dak stays upright and healthy um, and just doesn't have to spend the entire offseason nursing an injury. So <laughs> that's, that's that's my hope for Sunday. Oh, well, expectations are high. Um, hey, if he plays like he did against Tampa Bay, they're, they're going to be in that game. So, uh, well, that wraps us up. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Um, don't know when we'll talk to you all next time, but uh, until we do, uh, get to 5tool.org, check out the new website, claim your profile if you're a player, if you're a coach, get on there, check out things especially if you're a college coach, get that scout package going so you can have all that contact information and check out our preview for our inaugural five tool high school festival. 
Um, and follow us on social media, five, at 5toolpod, all the 5tool accounts, regional accounts. We'll probably be tweeting out some stuff about our teams that we drafted today. So uh, good luck to your football teams if they're still playing. Uh, until we talk to you next time, take care.